0: Hello and welcome to our Catholic News podcast. Today, Caesars bring forth the final episode of our four podcast series, looking forward to the historic visit of Pope Francis to Iraq, the first of any Pope to the country. Our guest is the Syriac Catholic Archbishop of Hadiab Erbil, Archbishop Nizar Siman. Archbishop Nizar was ordained Archbishop in his home city of Karakosh in the Church of the Immaculate Conception. The church, the biggest in the Nineveh Plain, was severely damaged by Islamic State fighters six years ago, but now, in 2021, it returns to the wider world's gaze for all the right reasons. Pope Francis will pray the Angelus in the Church of the Immaculate Conception, now crowned with a new statue of Mary placed on the reconstructed bell tower that was destroyed by the terrorists. Much to talk to Archbishop Nazar about, so here we go. So, well, Archbishop Nazar, you're very well known to us here in the UK, which is marvellous, because you spent 14 years, I believe, in London, serving the Syriac Rite Catholics throughout the whole of the UK. How do you look back on your time with us over here?
1: Oh, I, I had a wonderful time in London. I remember every single moment I spent there with my community and with, uh, with lots of uh, English people there serving there, doing Masses at various churches, Latin, celebrating the Latin Mass. So I really had a very, very rich spiritual time and also a fantastic time.
0: And of course now, back in your home country, in the north of the country, north of Iraq, you know, lots of Catholics around the world are very excited by the news that Pope Francis will be visiting Iraq from the 5th to the 8th of March. It's a historic moment, for sure. Can you tell us what this means to the Syriac community, of course, but also to the wider Christian community in Iraq?
1: First of all, you know, the Syriac Catholic Church is the second church in Iraq after the Chaldean Church. Fortunately, we are a big community, although during the ISIS invasion, many people, they left Iraq, but still lots of Christians belong to the Syriac Catholic community here and also Chaldean Church. So, yes, all of us, we are waiting joyfully this visit, and uh, we hope nothing will happen at last minute, not just for the Christian of Iraq, but for all the people of Iraq. This is a very, very important moment They give us a sign of hope that there is a future in this country, although there is still the situation is not stable politically, or security or economically. But I think this visit is a message of future. It will be a future here for Christians and for all the people of Iraq.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, through our TV screens, we usually see or have seen in the past negative things about Iraq from the time of Saddam Hussein through to Al-Qaeda. And then, of course. Daesh, ISIS in in more recent times. Is this an opportunity to be positive about the future whilst acknowledging that there are still obviously the need for reconciliation and recovery?
1: As a bishops in Iraq, we have no choice but to be positive because we lead our people. We want them to stay. We want them to have a future here. You cannot be a pastor and to be negative, absolutely. So all of us, we are positive. We are working for this future. We are working for this visit because we do believe that this visit will give us a hope for our future and will encourage us to stay in Iraq, to accept all kinds of challenges. It's not easy, but I'm sure This visit will give us a big courage to stay here, to be witness to our faith and to share the daily life with our Iraqi brothers and sisters.
0: Now, of course, um, in the north, it was an area that particularly suffered some six or seven years ago. And we follow closely those events. And I actually read that you you lost your own childhood family home that was burnt inside and partially destroyed, and that your family joined the hundred and twenty odd thousand Christians who who fled the invading ISIS forces in August twenty fourteen. Can you tell us a little bit about the current situation? Because you mentioned there, you know, the courage to stay in Iraq and make a make a life in Iraq. Tell us a bit about the, in your particular area the reality for Christians.
1: Basically, I'm from the city of Karakosh, when fortunately, Holy Father is going to visit, to stay there, and from there he's going to pray the angels on Sunday, the 7th of March. So everyone I meet, I say, you know what does it mean, Holy Father praying the angels in our church, in our city? It's like a million and million of people around the world are watching this event. So you see the love of the Holy Father to be there with you. And from there, to pray with you, the Angelus. Our City Karakosh now, they are doing a hard job on preparing everything to welcome Holy Father. Spiritually, it's a moment of prayer kind of every day, every weekend. And they are doing all the preparation, preparing the streets, the churches. And the church, when I was ordained, now it's ready to welcome Holy Father with its new, because they restored it now. And it's ready. The Holy Father will be the first after the restoration to enter into this church, which is the biggest church in the area. So Karakosh is ready. Everyone is happy to welcome Holy Father. They were wishing that the Holy Father will stay more time there, but we know the schedules of the visit. But it's a sign of love, I call it, from the Holy Father to visit Karakosh, although the situation, I'm telling you, is not exactly 100% a good situation, but... I think is good. Karakosh present a large gathering community in Iraq, like 25,000 people belonging to the Syriac Catholic Church. Before ISIS, we were 50,000. So you can imagine half the city, they left Iraq for ISIS invasion. Many of them in Europe, others in Kurdistan, some in Baghdad or elsewhere. But Karakosh now is ready. Is preparing, and uh, you can see the, the joy on this preparation. So on behalf of everyone from Karakosh, I will say to the Father, thank you. Thank you, because you thought about us, and you are coming to visit our city, Karakosh, and to go into our church, which was destroyed by ISIS and burned by ISIS,
0: I mean what an I you know historic first visit but but with that particular reality in Karakosh what an incredibly iconic moment that will be for the rest of the world that maybe doesn't know so much about religion either that that wonderful positive affirmation of your community and the people of Iraq because the pope let's bear in mind is 84 years old he's not a young man it's it's his first journey in over a year because of the covid pandemic it's a very demanding schedule from south to north of, of the country. And he obviously has a love for the people of Iraq because he's really clearly, because he said it for many years, committed to coming. How does that make you feel as, as an archbishop in, in the north of the country?
1: I, I say it, it's a sign of love from Holy Father. And to really show us how much he loves Iraq in general, but the Christian of Iraq in a particular way. So we just can be full of joy. That's what can I describe, you know, When I talk about visit, I start smiling. I start feel something inside me moving. And this is the reality. Holy Father is coming to Iraq. In this, I say, bad situation in the entire world, in Iraq. But he decided to come. What can we have more than this? It's really fill us with joy when we talk about this news.
0: Do you know, I read a really an excellent interview actually with you and you made a comment i think this was in the catholic herald that that i found very interesting you said that there's a presumption in the west that there are only muslims in iraq but iraq is like a big garden with different flowers different colors and different fragrances the west needs to understand that it is this diversity which makes iraq such a wonderful country now i thought that was excellent and and i guess my question for you on the back of that is how is this being received by you know, the Islamic authorities, 65% Shia, I believe, the country. Is this something that they're seeing as potentially positive for the whole of Iraq and for, for relations between faiths?
1: First of all, I insist describing Iraq in this way, because really without one of these flowers, you can see a beautiful Iraq. We make Iraq beautiful with our diversity, and indeed we are different flowers in the garden of Iraq. Many people, I can say. of Iraqi population are waiting with joy this visit, and they are willing to welcome our Holy Father. And we declared many times that this visit is not just for Christian, is for the entire Iraqi population, is for everyone, because it's not a political visit, it's not an economical visit, it's a humanitarian visit, would give sign of hope that after many years we suffered from war, from persecution, from whatever. Now the Holy Father is coming to bring us a message of peace and fraternity. The logo of the visit is all you are brothers. All we are brothers here in Iraq. And that's, I think, will be a nice and good fruit from the visit of the Holy Father to make us feel, We are still brothers. No matter what's happened between us in the past, we are brothers. We can live as brothers. We can share the life as brothers. So I assure you, all the Iraqi people are waiting for the visit and they welcome the Holy Father with open arms and with love.
0: I sometimes, when I look at it, consider that perhaps your ministry, having been you know ordained to the episcopate in 2019 and um, back in your homeland it seems to be one of sort of reconstruction and reconciliation and moving forward to the future in a sense you came back to iraq at a time where you could be more positive it was it was very you know dangerous difficult there were negatives um other minorities suffered as well the yazidis we obviously we know about but tell us a bit about, you, you mentioned the church and you mentioned Karakosh in very positive terms. How is that overall reconstruction in the Nineveh Plains going? And are people returning to that part of Iraq? First of all, we have to thank all the Christian
1: charities, organizations around the world. Without their help, without their support, restoring the cities and the villages and churches would be po- impossible. So thanks to them all. I don't like to mention one and to forget another, but all the Christian organizations around the world, they play an active part in supporting the Christian or restoring their cities, their churches, their monasteries, and to go back to these cities and to start the life again. You know, it's it in itself, when you think what's happened to us, and then we insist to go back to these cities and to start the life, it's a victory. It's a victory for the entire Iraq, not just for the Christian. I assure you, many Iraqi people, they want us to stay here, to be here. They show a sign of love. I know there is part, they don't want us. They, they still, they have, you know, this mentality, but the majority of Iraqi people, they know the importance of the Christian. We are faithful people to this country. We will stay as a faithful people, as a positive people. We stay here and we testify our faith. That's our mission. I call mission, it's the mission. We are the original people of this land. And I think we have a big responsibility on building
0: the future, not of the past. Absolutely. Uh, But I guess at the same time, it's important, particularly in the West, that we acknowledge and recognise that Christians were part of that fabric uninterrupted, albeit that those numbers have gone down and hopefully coming back up again, for an unbroken 2000 years. This is literally the biblical history of the land, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think
1: it's important for the Western country to understand that we are here, not forgetting us. We are here. We don't need a military support or whatever. We need you to make us feel that we are brothers around the world. Although we are far, sometimes we cannot communicate with you. But still, we have to be in your mind, in your heart, as you are in our mind, in our heart. I assure you, in every Mass I celebrate during this time, I do a special prayer for the entire world, and especially for UK, for sure, for this difficult time. So I assure to the UK people that you are in my community, in my diocese, and on my prayer. What we want from you is to remember us, we are here. There is a country called Iraq in which we live, we continue to live, and we want to be united with you, spiritually, on prayer, And for sure, for many years to come, we are going to rely on your help because with your help, we can go ahead and we can continue our life as a Christian in this land.
0: That's wonderful. I would leave it there because that's such a lovely thing to say. But I I just want to um, finish by, I guess, asking you, I know it's not an ideal world. We've talked about that over the course of this interview, but. If you could have your way, what would be the most positive outcome for you, do you think, for this papal visit? If you could dare to dream, what would be the most positive outcome?
1: What I dream, I dream for the peace in Iraq, the tranquility and the life to go back as it was, especially the relation between Iraqi people. And I think this meeting in Nasseria, Pope will meet all the uh, head of religious in Iraq. So I think that meeting will show the willing of the Christian to share the life with other people. So what I want that this idea on sharing life, this idea on together building this country will be a fruit of this visit. I know many times we forget that each one can work by himself, but with Pope visit and with meeting with all these people, all this diversity in Iraq, I think it's a good occasion to remember that together we can build Iraq. No one by itself can build Iraq. All together, we have a responsibility on building the Iraq. And obviously, I'm sure will help us to be again together and to build the future of our country.
0: Well, we'll certainly be praying with you and for you, for a very successful time with the Pope. And we will stand in unity with you, as I can indeed see you are with us, because I see behind you not only an Iraqi flag and, and a flag for the Holy See, I also see the great British flag there behind for
1: you. Oh sure, for sure. <laughs> I lived there 14 years, dear. <laughs> it's in my heart.
0: <laughs> well, you, you were in our heart too. Thank you very much indeed for your time.
1: You very much. Thank you very much, and we pray for Holy Father that he will be in a good health and may God strengthen him. I know it will be very tiring; it will be very demanding visit, but will be a successful visit and a fruitful visit. So many thanks to you, and my greeting to all my brothers, Bishop there, especially for the Cardinal and everyone there.
0: Archbishop nizar Sayman, there, Archbishop of Hadiab Erbil. Lovely that he's praying for us here in the UK, as of course we are for him. That's it for our Catholic News podcast. Do join us in following this much-anticipated papal visit to Iraq from the 5th to the 8th of March. Let's pray that Pope Francis can give the Christians of Iraq a much-needed boost and indeed make some headway in promoting the theme's visit, You Are All Brothers, with the religious and political leaders that he meets. Visit our website at cbcew.org.uk for all our latest content and of course you can use the contact form on there if you'd like to get in touch. Thanks very much for listening and I'll look forward to speaking to you all again very soon.